Alright, we can get to the next daf. Today is daf Yudalad, and we're starting at the very last line on daf Yud Kimelim Beis. So here we got a story. Betrothed men, uh, you know, they're engaged to each other, they're betrothed, the man and the woman. They came before Rav Yosef, and apparently she is starting to show. Okay. Um... And he Amra and she says, uh, "Yeah, my husband couldn't control himself, and he impregnated me." The Homer in Minay, and he says, shamefacedly says, "Yes, it's true. It's me. I'm the father of this baby." So, what's the deal? Okay, that's the question. It's a good, good question. Okay, so Amr Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef is analyzing now. What should be our concern over here? Chada, number one, Dalkamodi. First of all, he's admitting. So we have a, not only her say so, it's not, we're trusting her. He's admitting that it was him. Ve'od, and furthermore, Ha'amr of Yudah Meshmuel, Rav Yudah said name Meshmuel, Halakha Rabbi Gamliel. We go like Rabbi Gamliel, who, that we believe her to establish the status of who the father is, basically. And she's saying who it is. So there should be nothing wrong with this child. We basically know who it is. And everything's fine. Amr Labaye. Tabai said to Rav Yosef, it's not so obvious to me. Um, what if he wasn't admitting? Okay? Let's you're 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 making it like there's two factors here. Factor number one is he admitting. Factor number two is even without him admitting, that Allah is like Ram Gamliel. Well, Rebbe well, Gabriel really go what, that what, far, what, what, what? You don't have to go that far. I said, okay, so, yes, I had a relationship with her, but perhaps she had a relationship with somebody else too. So, okay, well, that, uh, I mean, that no, no, me. the point. But listen, listen. Okay, let's let's hear let's hear how the Gemara is going to That's right. Before we before start we discussing all the story. other options, Abai is making a comment here. Listen to the comment. Abai is saying like this: You're making like there's a two points. Point number one is he admits. Okay. Okay. I hear that. <coughs> Point number two is, even if he wouldn't admit, we hold like, we pass him like, Gamliel, <coughs> who says we, we believe him. We believe the woman. Now, and that's the Psaq Halacha. Now, Bayi says, is that really truth? And in this case, Kilamoda Machsha Rabbi Gamliel, that Rabbi Gamliel would say it's kosher here. Bamar le Shmuel Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shmuel said that we don't really pass it. Yes, it's true, we pass him like Rabbi Gamliel, but it's not exact, it's not that simple. Because Shmuel told Rabbi Yudha, Shinina, sharp one. Halacha Rabbi Gamliel. The law is like Rabbi Gamliel, actually. However, but don't act on Rabbi Gamliel's halacha at Ikarov Cherenetz until most people are kosher for her. So in other words, although we, we, we us people who pass on like Rabbi Gamliel, we don't really rely fully on Rabbi Gamliel. We're only relying on Gamil when we have the augmentation of the factor that most people are kosher for her. That's what we need in order to actually allow her for the child. Now, when you think about a betrothed woman, well, basically 99.99% of the world is forbidden to her because she's betrothed. There's only one man in the world that, she's, that she won't be uh, a mom, that won't be a mom, so, and that's her husband, okay? So maybe we shouldn't be allowed to follow Rabbi Gamliel here. So the Gemara says, well, okay, this is Rabbi Yosef talking back to Abaye, why don't you ask about 
that halacha itself. What does that even mean? Halacha v'adlo tavirupta. What is Shmuel saying over here? The halacha is a grim gomel, but don't act on it. What does that mean? If it's halacha, then you act on it. If it's not halacha, you don't act on it. What does that mean? Halacha v'adlo tavir. Teretz is, elamayi zachumim, what can that mean? Halachatchila diavet. It means that lechatchila, if a coin asks me, you know, I'm thinking of marrying this woman who went through this questionable situation. Um, what do you think, Rabbi? The Rabbi will say, you know what? Maybe you should look further for another shidduch, okay? Because rope sulanetza. She was, you know, out in, yeah. you know, she was in a, a Gaisha college. I, I don't know. She's saying, you know, she tells us it was a Jew. I don't know. Most of the guys she, there are not she Jewish. Jews, so that's all. You know what I'm saying? That's the situation. That's exactly. I'm giving you a modern day circumstance. And that's Lechatchila. Hadiyabed is after the fact the Cohen already married her. Rabbi, am I allowed to remain married to her? He's going to say, okay, listen, you know. In that case, we'll be trusted. Listen, Rabbi Gamliel, push comes to shove. We do can rely on Rabbi Gamliel that after all that she said that it was, that she was only Nivelas to somebody who was kosher. So we'll let the marriage stick. Okay, that's a big difference. Now, what's this case over here? Oh, Nabi, could you have a dummy? Well, think about the case over here. They're already married. Okay, they are. It's a bidyavit situation over here. So that's an, that is a fact. Okay, Rami le'abai l'rabba. So that's the end of that discussion. Rami le'abai l'rabba. So abai es rabba contradiction here. Let me ask you a question before we start on that one. Why did they both of them come to the rabbi to ask a question? So, I mean, she admits, he admits. So what's the question? Uh, the question is what? The matayim, the mayor, what is the question? It's a stuki question. It's a baby. It's a It's a baby. Yeah. She's showing yes. before the marriage. It's not, it's not a good situation. So they never consummated and she's pregnant. It's a big problem. Maybe they didn't consummate. You know <laughs> They never had the Nisuin. Yeah, so they consummated without the Nisuin. Oh, they consummated before the Nisuin, yeah. during the betrothal period. That's the problem. He's trying to get out of pain. The they want to establish... The they want to establish... No, they're both in agreement. So what they they're trying to establish the status of the child. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't want this child to be considered a momser. Okay. That's a big problem. Okay. So, he's, so he has to still pay his 200 right? Yeah, he's not denying it. If you admit, then you're admitting. That's right. It's not a monetary dispute. The question is, can we trust them? Can we trust them about the Yichas child? Now, oh, so the Gemara is saying, Rami le'a by the Rava, so Rabbi has a contradiction. And he asks this to Rava, Umiyam Rabbi Yishwain in a minute. Is it true that Rabbi Yishwain says we don't believe her? For a minute, you have a contradiction here. Hey, you'd Rabbi Yishwain, Rabbi Yudabam Sarah. Uh, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yudah Maseir testify on a widow where there's mixed in a isa means dough but what we mean by a, a widow of dough it means it's an expression just like dough it's like you know mixed up you know you mix the flour and the water and it comes a whole mixture so that's a, there's a, something mixed in with this widow uh, something Shehi she's a lot of married nevertheless a lot of married Cohen. So what do you see? Rabbi Shua is actually um, permitting uh, permitting cases of doubt. Okay, so it seems contradictory here. Rabbi Shua is saying until we have certainty, and here he seems to be saying that although it's a doubt, we can permit her. 
So he said back to him, Achyash, there's a big difference. Hasam, Isha, Nisis. That's a case of a woman who got married. Boldekes, Nisis. Before she marries, she looks in to make sure that the person who she's marrying is not a cholo. So what was the case over there? The case was, Rashi explains, the case was that um, this man that she married, um, um, basically her mom had received a get from a previous husband. It's from her mom had received a get from a previous husband, not from her dad, not from his dad. His dad was a Kohen, but the get was thrown to her. It's a question whether it was closer to her or to him. Oh, okay. So Suffolk. And uh, basically, afterwards, um, the husband, first husband died. So maybe the mother's a divorcee, maybe she's not. And then, um, and then she married a Kohen. A Kohen married her and now had this son. And this woman is marrying this son, okay? Um, so before she marries the son, she wants to make sure, who am I marrying? So, or the widow, or whatever, or the widow of that, mm-hmm. the widow of that, you know, the, the question is, we want, that's, a, that's the case of Almanus Yisrael. It's a case of a, a doubt over here. Okay. The point being is, before marriage, a woman wants to make sure that she's marrying somebody who she's allowed to marry. That, is that kid a going, or is he, or is he a cholo? So before marriage, he's going to check into it. She's going to do the research, and she's going to somebody was there and find out that you know it really was closer to the to the husband, not to the wife, and therefore she is was allowed to marry the Kohen. The kids, this kid is not a cholo, and then she'll marry him. Okay, so that's that's why marriage you always check into things. Over here we're talking about a znus situation. A woman is not doing a marriage circumstance. She's she is uh, sleeping around. Nobody does what we call, um, you know, a full, you know, full research into who you're sleeping around with. Okay, in that sense. Okay, that's the difference. It's a very fundamental difference. Okay, you're not planning on building a family here. You're not building a real, you know, a life, uh, building a life together. You're it's doing a one night stand, whatever it is you're doing, and therefore they don't do the checking and you know to make sure that everybody's kosher. Okay. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's why Rabbi Shua says that there it's more believable, and here it's not believable because in Zinos nobody's doing their checks, right? And we can't trust her. That's the idea. Amar Rava, the Rabbi Shua, the Rabbi Shua Kasha, the Rabbi Gamliel, the Rabbi Gamliel Kasha. You make like there's only a contradiction, Rabbi Shua, not in Rabbi Gamliel. There's also a contradiction, Ram Gamliel. Bakhtani <coughs> Sefer, look what it says in the Sefer. Ram Gamliel. Ram Gamliel said to Rabbi Shua, at the end of that quote, I, te- I accept your testimony. We can never, you know, maybe what you're saying is true or not, that Almanus Isa is allowed to marry a Kohen. But guess what? We never consider Bezdin for such a thing. Because the Kohanim just won't listen. Kohanim are very, very careful about their yichos, and they're not interested. If you say that, that she's prohibited, they'll say, okay, out. If you say she's permitted, they'll say, eh, it was a question. It's still out. Okay? They're not interested. That's the way of the Kohanim. Okay? So, it's a problem. 
Again, Rabbi Gamliel here is arguing. He's saying we don't believe her. So it's such a contradiction that we, according to everything that Rabbi Gamliel told us up until now, oh, whatever she says, it's true. Whatever she, we believe her, we take it at face value. And here he's saying, sorry, but we're not accepting your testimony that she's permitted. What's the difference? Ella Amarava, Sarab explains to Rabbi Gamliel, to Gamliel, it's not a contradiction. There's a major, major difference between Almanus Isa case and Rabbi Gamliel in our Mishnayos. What's the difference? Ella Amarava, so the Rabbi Gamliel, the Gamliel, it's not a contradiction. Awesome, Bari, Hachashema. The major difference is, is that in all the cases, the woman is saying with certainty. And according to Gamil, when the woman is certain, who I know who I was with, and he is fine, then we can trust her, because she's saying, I know. But the whole case over here is a case of Suffolk. We have a question, is this guy a halal or not? It's a Suffolk circumstance. She's not saying anything with certainty. So therefore... That's why we got to worry about that possibility that maybe this, this, uh, maybe there's a chol, this, the, her husband's a chol, okay? Um, that's the difference. And to Rabbi Shua, the Rabbi Shua, Nami Lakasha, Asam Chatzveka, Hacha Tresveki. The difference in Rabbi Shua is that by the cases of our Mishnayos, where he says it's a problem, that was because it was only a single doubt. But this is a double doubt. Rashi explains what's the story with the two Safekos. Either the mother of the Safek Cholo, had her own chazaka of kashras, and then it's another. It's called, this is called a sfek sveka, but he brings down another idea that there was that there was actually two stages of suffix over here. Okay, and this is a very interesting. Rashi basically says that uh, her husband was only was a sfek sveka, meaning the mother was uh, divorced from her first husband, and it was a suffix of low suffix of low question whether it was closer to him or, him or her. And then he dies within three months, okay? Um, and the, she married a Kohen um, um, within three months and, um, and, and again that husband who was a Suffolk Khalil is a Suffolk whether it's this guy's father or maybe the next guy is this guy's father. You follow what's going on? three months, yeah. And therefore, because it was with the question of three months. So <laughs> maybe the second guy's a father, and for sure he's a Kohen, and there's no question. Um, or whatever. It's like so complicated, whatever. Um, anyway, um, so if he's, so, so it could be completely kosher. Um, anyway, even if she was divorced, um, because she got pregnant, again, she got pregnant, before the, the before the get, um, or even after the get, and then he's Yisrael and not a Kohen, and it's a, maybe a seven month from the second husband. And anyway, bottom line is, um, it's a double suffix, and that's the case. Again, you have to come up with a creative case. Rashi says this creative case is a double suffix. And the point being is, Rabbi Yeshua says in the case of a Svek Sveka, which is a double doubt, then he says it's fine. Okay? Now, so um, basically, it's very interesting. The logics, the way they work, is completely opposite. Hilka Tharam Gamliel, according to Ram Gamliel, Gemara is clarifying. Alam le Bari. The Bari is so powerful that we believe it even against only one doubt. Maksha, uh, he says it's kosher. Vikile Shema, and a Shema, maybe, is so weak. Adafil Besvek Sveka, even a double doubt will say it's no good. 
other way around. Once something is so powerful that even with the uh, certainty of her claim, we say she it, it's not kosher. The kille is so lenient that even without any certainty, that's good enough. Nami So that's the way it lines out. Basically, one of Rabbi Gamliel goes by her statement as a, a key element and even most important element, and that whether it's one doubt or two doubts is irrelevant, but if she doesn't have anything clear, even a double doubt is a problem, and according to Rabbi Yeshua, we look at the doubts, we're, not, we're pretty much ignoring what she's saying, and we're going by how many doubts is there, if it's a single doubt, I don't care what's going on, it's always going to be a problem, if it's all double doubt, then I don't care what's going on, it's always going to be fine, and that's the meaning, whether she knows or doesn't know, anyway, that's the two sides over here. Tan Rabbanan the Rabbis learn Ezei Almanas Isa. What is Almanas Isa? Kol she'einba lo mishum amseris, lo mishum nesinos, lo mishum avdim lachim. There's very limited suffix over here. We have no question um, that that the the uh, about about a, a, uh, anybody like a mamzer or a nasin or avdim lachim or a slave. You know, Rashi's referring to hordus. You know, somebody like that who would also render a question of Mamzeris. There's no question as far as that's concerned. The only question is Chalol le- level. Okay, to the level of a Chalol. Now, Amr Amir, Amir says, Shamati, I heard, Kol Mikalelu, anyone who lacks any of those worries, Messi and Lakuna can marry a Kohen. What's the, what is he saying different than the Tanakama? The Gemara will ask soon. Okay, Rabbi Shem Ben Elazar, Omer Shem Omer, now we have a second verse of Omer, there's a question of a of a suffix that got mixed in. Okay, and then he makes a comment here. Yisrael are very aware of the mamzerim amongst them. But they no knowledge of a chalal because as far as the Yisrael is concerned, it's really not relevant mm-hmm. whether the person is a chalal or not. So therefore, they don't really think about it much. Okay. Now, what is this? Okay, what is the three sides of it? There's a varying opinion here, and it's very not clear what they're arguing in. So I remember we said before, So what does that tell you? If the question of chalal, kasher, we assume kosher. Now, why? This, uh, these things are derisive issues. So, we, cases of doubt, we seem to, we say it's problematic. Chal is also from the Torah. So, it's a, why would we say that when it's a Slavic Chalal, eh, no big deal. It's also a big deal. Visu, furthermore, Amar says, Shamati, I heard, as long as there's not one of these, Masih and Lakunin can marry a coin. Tanakam is that exactly what the Tanakama just said? <coughs> so what's Rabbi Meir saying different than the Tanakama? That's question number two. Visu and furthermore, third question. Rabbi Shimon Lazar Omer Mishum Rameir, Vachina Yub Shimanasi Omer, Kidvarov, Azi Amanas Isa, what's the case of the outcalls in Nitma Basavikala? Kay Makirin Sam Zer Shabinim, be Makirin Khalon Shabinin. So you're telling me that before you said, that sounds like you're saying that a chol is problematic. But you said a second ago that a chol is kosher. So what's going on over here? So the third question is that we don't understand what is Rav Shimon Elazar saying. Okay? Um, he seems to say in the beginning of his statement that a chol is fine. 
Safik Chalol is fine. And then he's saying that, oh, they don't know about the Chalolim amongst them, which sounds like Chalolim are problematic. So what's the deal? So Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan explains, Mamzer Tzaveach V'chalol Shosek Yikabinayim. Okay? So when somebody calls you names, what do you do? That's really the question. So if this guy was being referred to as a Mamzer, and he starts yelling, it's like, who, who, look who's calling him Kettle Black, what do you think you're calling me a Mamzer? Whatever, how could you accuse? It's not true, whatever. That's one case. And Chalol, then he says, you're a Chalol, and he's silent. At the Chalol claim, he didn't say anything. At the Mamzer claim, he's yelling. Ah, that's enough Gamina between the, the varying opinions. Ikabinayim. What is the case? Tanakamala Savar holds called the Kolpasul. If he calls you a name, a psul, and you are silent, we have a rule, basically he basically admitted, pretty much admitted that he's a chalo. Okay? The time comes saying like this, This this person was not silent for a mamzer claim, and not silent for a nasan claim. He denies everything. He's not quiet about any, basically any claim that they say against him, he's saying not, not, not. Okay? He's denying and arguing and yelling back. Okay? Remer says, no, not true. The reason why he starts yelling when they call him a mamzer is because they're saying about him that he's possible to call the fact that he was silent when he was accused of being chalal, kosher. It's not that big of a deal. He's still kosher. So call me names. Big deal. What's it? Kamina, if you, if you call me a chalal, I'm still allowed to marry who I want to marry. So I just don't bother to answer. Now, that's Rameyer himself's version. version is arguing on the Tanakhama's version of Rameir. He says, It's the one, if you heard that when somebody, when, when, when this person doesn't respond, that Rameir says it's kosher, it's the other way around. Not because he was called a chola and he was quiet. He was called out on being a mamzer and he was silent. You know why he's silent? Why should I waste my breath answering this claim? of being a mamzer. It's not worth getting into it with him because everyone, if I was a mamzer, word would be out that I'm a mamzer. Everyone knows there's always uh, talk about a mamzer. People are knowledgeable about that. Avo mamzer, vitzaveach, chal v'shosek, but if he starts yelling by a mamzer and by a chalol, he's being quiet, puzzle. He would be puzzle. Vaidishtik. Um, and why is he uh, silent by the, by the chalol case? At least, you know, at least I'm uh, uh, still allowed to marry most people, okay? Basically, uh, you know, like at least I'm not fully there, you know. Uh, but, but he's pretty much admitting that he's, that he's definitely, he's a halal, there's a question on him. He's a halal status. Now, Tani Chadu, we learned in one place, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Shtok, Mamzer, if he's silent by Mamzer claim, Kasher, he's kosher. Shtok, halal, Pasal. That's, which is like our, Second, like the 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 Reb Shimon uh, Ben Elazar in the name of Rameir. Another time it says that if he's silent by a chalal, he's kosher, and shtok mamzer pasul. So it's a contradiction. 
One is going like the Tanakhama's version of Meir, the other one's going like Rabshim Ben version of Meir, and that's the bottom line. All right, how are we doing? We could uh, at least do the Mishnah. Okay, Amr of Yossi, and we'll stop at the end of the Mishnah. Amr of Yossi says, malos mayim ayin. So the story goes about a little girl that went to the well to fill up water. Finance and she was raped. So Amar Rav Yochanan Menuri im Rovan Shuir Mesiyon Lekuna. If the which some, must have been somebody from the town, and most people are allowed to marry a kohen, Harezu Tinasu Lekuna. She would be per- permitted to marry a kohen, and that was his psak halacha on the actual case that happened. And we'll see more about that in the Gemara. We'll stop over here. All right.